What up, what up, y'all? Uh, thank you for joining me on another episode of The Spot. Um, today is a, it's a, it's a special day for me, man. I got one of one of the, the closest people and one of the, the most loyal people I've known for, for so many years. Um, you know, I want to say I've known him since we were in junior uh, juniors in high school. Um, so that's some time now because we graduated, graduated a little while ago. Um, funny story. He, he, he might remember, he might not, but at the time, uh, in high school, um, it was one time where I was dropping, I think it was the first time, I don't know if it was the first time we met or whatever it was, but I know, um, as the parents were dropping us, my, my mom was dropping us off, dropping me off. And, um, you know, in the, in the lines, when you, you're dropping your kids off, it's stop, drop and roll. You got to go in and, <laughs> and, I got I was getting all my shit out the out the back of the van, and a lunch pail fell out. <laughs> all the shit out the lunch pail fell out. And again, I don't know if you guys know of of the difference between regular embarrassment and and embarrassment in front of your peers, especially in high school. Um, it was a <laughs> it was a it was a make or break moment for me. And this brother saved me a lot of embarrassment, man. He he humbly came over. And he said, "Man, let me help you out." And and, and we've been cool and, and, and friends to this day, man. Um, you know, one of the brothers that I, I can always call, um, you know, to ride for me. He's always been there to give me a ride, and he's always been down to ride for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, one of the most loyal people I know, man. Um, you know, we're we're, we're we, we we talking. We go back. We go back like school assemblies and, and free lunch. You dig <laughs> what I'm saying? So, <laughs> uh, let me introduce my guest, man. Mike Stafford, man. Thank you for coming through, brother, man. I really you, appreciate brother. you, man, for coming appreciate through. You. Um, you know, let the people know something, man. Where, where are you from, man? What's your neck of the woods, bro? Where, where, where'd you grow up? Oh, man. As a child, I grew up in a lot of different areas. Okay. Like I said, um, mom struggled to pay the rent most of my life, so we were always bouncing from apartment to apartment. Uh, city to city, but I say my heart really lies in Westminster, man. I think that's like where I really found myself. I could dig, I could dig. It's OC, OC. Um, is you know as we we grown grown men at this point, you know at this point of our lives, and you know everybody has that whole you know what they defined or what they looked for their life to be, you know years out of high school years out of college or whatever they have done, you know, for their, their lives. And they, they like to use status quo as a, as a, as a bar for, uh, the definition of success. Um, could you give me your definition of success, man? Like what, what, what is your take on what being successful is? I feel like there's a lot of different ways that you can define success. Okay. Um, monetary, you know, money, how much money you have, what your net worth is, um, the things that you have, possessions. Right. Um, for me, true success is having freedom. Right. Freedom to spend time with your family, you know, mm-hmm. uh, raise your kids, uh, pick them up from school, drop them off from school. Absolutely. Um, having the money and not have to worry about, you know, what they ask for at the store. Mm-hmm. Never turning them down when they ask for something. Right. You know, uh, that to me, freedom, freedom of time would be the most successful thing you could ever have. Right. Man, that's, that's a blessing, man. Like I... As I, as I piggyback off you, you know, you're right. I, I, I define being successful is 
your offspring and and what you teach them and what they're able what you're able to give them uh, to be successful um, a, a lot of people um, again depend on tangible things things they could touch as yeah. what they define as success or the, the career status or whatever it is but you know a lot of those people look you know back at the end of their their, their lives or as they get older and they realize they don't really have anything that's tangible because money's gonna come and go careers money, are gonna money's come not and go. Real. money's not yes yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not it's, it's relative it's it's it's, it's 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 what it is it, you you use it but it's it's, it's a tool it's a tool because you can't take it with you you know what i'm saying you can't take it with you so you know um and i know you have a, a daughter man she's beautiful man tell me tell me a little something about your, your kids man we're both girl dads by the way and <laughs> and um i have three three girls um all girls um, I, as you guys know, I have a baby. Um, I have a three-year-old and a teenager. So I am uh, part of all three worlds. Uh, that all uh, different stages. Then. Yeah, uh, chaotic at times, loving at times, great at times. Is it you know? It, but it's uh, you know it's 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 a great thing being a father. But tell me, tell me, tell me some of the things that. And so I got uh, I got my daughter Divinity. She's my biological daughter. Mm-hmm. She's eight. Um, and then I have my stepdaughter who I've raised since she was a baby. Her name's Ilani. She's nine. Okay. Um, I'm a single dad, so I don't got mom in the house. Okay. We live separately. Um, the kids are mostly with me. Right. It's a challenge, you know, going from my background, you know, my background, right. you know, running and gunning most of my life in mm-hmm. and out of prison, so on and so forth, um, to turn around and be a sensitive dude. Right, right, right. To have <laughs> feelings again. Right. You know, as, as men, we're taught not to have feelings. Right, right, right. Of course. And especially when you come from the streets, you of know, course. to pressure feelings. And so it's been it's been difficult trying to open that door for myself. Yeah. To try to allow myself to be vulnerable. You right. know, I understand that my kids aren't there to hurt me, they're there to love me. Right. And sometimes, you know, that old way of thinking gets in the way of that. Right. Not being sensitive enough to their needs or sensitive enough to their emotions. Right. And it's a challenge. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. That and doing hair. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Doing hair is definitely, definitely not my strong point. As you can tell, I don't have any. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, let me tell you something, man. I, I, I can really respect that. It, it when you become, there's a difference. You know, having a boy and a girl, there's a hell of a big of a difference. And I, you know, I, 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 we, we wanted to try for a boy, and but we was like, you know, two and two in a row, girls. It's not gonna, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go for it. Um. I don't think I was built to um, to to have a boy because I'm tough on my girls. I'm I'm tough on my girls, and um, you know I, I one of my one of my my other guests he he said he wrote a book and I don't want to misquote him but what he said was he he wrote a, he read a book and he said um, parents if you become a parent and you have a boy it's because you need to grow up and it's because you need to know. Um, and because and, a boy is going to teach you how to grow up. If you have a girl, they're going to teach you how to love. That makes a lot of sense. Obviously, you love both of your children, but you it's, it's different. It hits different when you have girls. When you have girls, because you have to be that extra soft, that extra sensitive, that extra, um, you know, that extra pillow when the world gives them things that they're not able to deal with. They able, they're, they're supposed to know they can come back to daddy. So I know it's, but it does have its challenges. It Definitely. has its challenges, Definitely. like he said with the hair. <laughs> Trust me, I try to do my daughter's hair all the time, and she loves it. But when her mama come home, it's like, yo. Uh, <laughs> but 
I, 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 you know, she's very appreciative of what I, what we try, but, um, like you said, man, it, it's, it's hard for us not to, um, it's hard for us as, as fathers. People don't really realize how hard it is for a father, especially being a single father. I mean, I couldn't imagine and it's rough. trying to do that. Uh, when you have kids, man, it's, it, it, it's, it's something else, man. It's, it's, it's beautiful. It's rough. Um, but, um, being a single father, man, that, that, that's a whole nother field, man. That's a whole nother. It's definitely uncharted territory. For yeah. Me. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, you know, I love it. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I'll give, I'll give up. I'll give the worst day with my kids for the best day doing anything else. Right. And, right. uh, and, and I love it, man. I'm not going to lie. Right. You know, no, I these, can these kids, my kids are smart. You've seen them. You've yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're smart. You know what I mean? And I've been trying to help them grow from that. I've been teaching them about opportunity cost. You know, I've been teaching them how to uh, send me an invoice for the chores that they've there done this week. There you go. Um, yeah, we're taking a lot of steps to That's try dope. to get them ahead of the game. You That's know dope. what I mean? That's dope. That's dope. Um, kind of scaling back, what would you say that has shaped you into the person that you are today? Like, Man, that's a deep question. Yeah. Like, what, what would you say that, that – you're here now. What has molded you to the person that you are now? Because I, from the year that we we rolled, again we've we've grown. You know what I'm saying at this point. But what have you? What have? What things have you? You know what I'm saying. What has shaped you to become who you are now? A lot of things shaped me mm-hmm. and to be the person I am now. And there's a lot of things I wish I wouldn't have had to gone through right. to become the person I am now. Right. But I think God was the underlying thing that kept me going. You know, right. kept me strong. You know what I mean? He kept my heart hardened right. for the things that were out to hurt me. Right. And um, that's ultimately what saved me. It's mm-hmm. God. You know, yeah. and my children. Yeah. And um, if it wasn't for them, I'd still be running amok. I'd probably still be out there running and gunning it and uh, on drugs, committing many felonies, mm-hmm. um, just doing all the wrong things. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately that and the love of my friends and my support, really, mm-hmm. they're the ones that always, no matter, even you, no matter where I was in my life at that moment, when you came into it, you always pushed me to be better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that would probably be one of the things that shaped me into my life, my, my support system, my right. family, my friends. Right. right. Something like that. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a blessing, man. Like, I always, you know... Um, you know, lead with lead with God every day, especially in the world we live in today, man. Like, um, it's it's something to to get closer with yourself, right? It's, it's it's a trip when you really start to find and start to search who you really are. God will reveal who you're really supposed to be. You go through life fighting your entire life, yep. and you go, you, you know, we go through these things, like you said. There's so many things that we wish that we didn't have to go through in order for us to, to realize where we're supposed to be at today. But I think that's something that, that you know, God is not going to going to stop you from doing that. He gives you free will to do, but at some point you're going to have to wake up, and at some point he does give you that wake-up call, whether it comes in the form of a child, whether it comes in a wake-up call, you know what I'm saying, however it is, um, he'll lead you to, to where you need to go, you know, Definitely. at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Um, going, you know, piggybacking off of, you know, you being a single single father. Um, again, I know I can't imagine the struggles and the things that you have to deal with on a daily. But as men, um, 
single father is not like something that's that's like um, the norm. The norm. Yeah. That the norm. It's not the norm. It's not something that again, like you said, the norm. But it's it's not something that's like uh, that almost has a. Um, what am I looking for? It's it's not something that. If, if, if it's not it's not something looked at looked at as if you were a single mother if you're a single mother the praise goes up just a little bit higher but if yeah. you're a single father it's it's not really looked at as oh he's you know what I'm saying like that so I mean as men I feel like we're just looked at as providers naturally 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 um you know we, we we're sent to to work we're sent to provide and we are not celebrated as men and why do you think that is man like why like for instance like on uh, i mention this all the time but like on uh, father's day you don't really see any jewelry sales you don't see any <laughs> any breakfasts you know what i'm saying specials and different things like going on like what what is it what what, what do you think about that man like what, what's up with that so i think it all stems back to how fathers play a role in the family mm-hmm. and how back in the day, a lot of the fathers were deadbeats. Right. They ran from their families. Mm-hmm. They had other secret families. They, um, they, they beat their wives or whatever the situation mm-hmm. was, you know, and um, it stems back to back then mm-hmm. because there was single mothers and they were holding right. it down and they were doing what they were supposed to do. And now the tables are kind of turning. Right. You see a lot more young women out there running the streets and not with their kids. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's a shame. It's a, it's, it's heartbreaking, heart mm-hmm. wrenching. At the end of the day, um, I don't think we get praised as much though because it's expected of us. Right. You're it's supposed to. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, nothing, yeah. it's not something special right. like mo- right. a mom raising the kids by themselves. Right. That's, right. that's extraordinary. That's, yeah, yeah, oh my absolutely. god! Look at her. Here she goes <laughs> raising these kids by herself. Right. But right. when a man does it, it's it's you're supposed to. You're supposed to. It's 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 not as like you said. That's what you're supposed to do. That's you know that's your role. You know, that's just that's that's your role. You're you're supposed to come in. You're supposed to, and then when they do celebrate us, <clears throat> they celebrate us with work, <laughs> a tool special. <laughs> Hell, man, like, I, I I want something nice. I don't want no damn screwdriver. I gotta go fix this damn. You know what I'm saying? Get like the new that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like they, you know, it's it's not really it's not really like that for the fathers out there. And I understand, you know, there there are some raggedy fathers out there. There's a, there's a lot of them who 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 are not providers, and there are a lot of mothers who do have to be father fathers. But at the same time, you do have that small pocket of fathers who do deserve just a little bit more, um, you know, for for stepping up and being there for the kids when the mom is not able or just isn't there in general. Um, And I think that that should be something that is, you know, recognized a little bit more um, on a a daily basis is is single fathers. It's, it's It's so rare, but... It's something that you know. I mean, by look at the way the country is right now. The the, the family unit is no longer a right. thing. Right, 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 right. Of you course, know? it's all about co-parenting or right. having custody of your kids. There's no right. more family units. No, there's and, and that's what's wrong with this country. Right, right. That's why we're falling to pieces because we're not holding it down at right. home. Right, right. There's there's divorce rates are up and and there's so many broken families and broken exactly. homes and you know as I was I was telling my wife, marriage is 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 a joke these days. You know they don't really take it as you know a sacred thing anymore it's 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 something that's tainted these days um and i don't think necessary i I believe with my beliefs i believe you're supposed to marry but at the same time um continuing with this narrative that the world wants you to believe 
again, that's why, like you said, that's what the problem is with with there's no unity. There's no unity under the God under God. So if you're not leading with God, you're forced. You know what I'm saying? Your 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 fate is failure. You know what I'm you know, saying? Look at the pledge of allegiance, indivisible, under God. Under God. You know what under I mean? God. And with God, all things is possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So. And I do believe in the covenant of marriage. Absolutely. I think it's very important for kids to ra mm -hmm. be raised in a household with both mom and dad. Right. Right. Because there's not always going to be that one parent that can do everything by no, themselves. No, absolutely not. And so we're letting our kids suffer in mm -hmm. the end. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's a shame. Especially with girls. Yeah. I can only imagine how tough that is with girls. It's right. It's, it's, it's bad. It, it, I, I can only imagine how tough that is with a girl. Because it's not a boy. It's not like you just fall into the routine like pops. You know what I'm saying? Because exactly. at the end of the day, I can imagine. I, I wouldn't say it's, it's easy, but it would be a little bit easier to have a boy as a single father. Because again, it just falls into the routine. Um, with a you know, with a boy, you can have a boy do boy things. Is obviously your exactly. man. There's but, nothing you yeah, can't yeah, do yeah. with your but son. With girl, you got girls, you got to shield you them, you got to protect them. them, protect them. You got yep. to teach them things that you know they should be learning from. You know, mom. You know, well, and the most important like thing that. I think Keith is that we need to teach our daughters that they don't need men. Absolutely. Absolutely. Otherwise, they'll be searching for men the Absolutely. rest of their life, and they'll be looking for the wrong men. And that's why I practice trying to to. To make my sh make sure my daughters have a high standard of a man when they want one, exactly. that's why I try to set the prime example of treating my wife great, not just good, great. You know exactly. what I'm saying? And in front of them, I want them to see me kiss my wife. I want them to see me love my wife. I want them to see me give my wife flowers and, and bring just random things home for her and just take her on dates. I want them to sure. see that because that's well, they see what they do. Right, because what they see is In what they aspects. do. And it's going to higher the standards of them when they decide that they want to have a, a companion and a husband in their life. Hey, my dad was like this. This is all I expect. My dad was clean cut. Yeah, my yeah. went to work every day. That's, my dad yeah. provided. That's what that's they should it. be looking for. And exactly. that's what I'm trying to – and that's really what I turned my life around. Right. My girls are getting older. Right. You know what I mean? There's right, right. nothing more heart-wrenching than calling your kid before Christmas tell, from a jail cell telling mm -hmm. that you're not coming home you don't know when. You yeah, know what I mean? Can only imagine. It's nothing more hard right Yeah, I, I, I can only imagine, man. And I, I know you, you've dealt with a lot of hardships in your life, but I'm, I'm so glad to see you, man, turn around, man, and just take this stride of, of positivity, man, and, and just really doing your thing out here, man. I remember there was there were years of us being on and off of contact, and the years that we were off contact, I was always worried about you. I'm like, man, I hope hope he's good. I hope he's good. But I know at those times it was, you know, you were, you were sitting down or, you know what I'm saying? You have to, to, to do your thing. But um, I'm glad, man. I'm, I'm, and I'm happy for you, man. I'm happy. I'm happy that you got, I'm happy that you got daughters. You know what I'm saying? That, too, that, that, that make you have to be a certain way. You know what I'm saying? That, that. There's no other choice. There's the, because there's no other choice. And especially I, I know this kind of person I could have been. Yeah. But like I said, God had me, man. Yeah, absolutely. All, all time, so he, he protected my heart. So my heart is still pure. Mm -hmm. Even though I've done things that were, in some folks' eyes, like the law, you know, inappropriate, you know, mm -hmm. robbing people, stealing stuff, mm -hmm. selling drugs, having guns on me. Yeah. But to me, that that wasn't inappropriate. Right. To me, that's what I had to do to survive, survive in those times. Survival tactics. In that stage of my life, that's what I had to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't know nothing else. And so God, yeah, God, man, He had me. He absolutely. took care of me. And I'm glad I got those girls. And uh, they're probably the main reason why I changed my life around. I could dig, man. So um, let me ask you this. As you know, we all make mistakes. We all make mistakes growing up. 
Um, we've both done our share of mistakes, um, whether it was, whether it, you know, whatever it was, we, we all, we all made our mistakes. Um, um, we strive to protect our children, right? Every single day, society is throwing something else at our children, whether they're telling them what to, you know, especially with girls, telling them what they can and cannot do with their bodies. Um, and I'm all for whatever you do, you do, you know what I'm saying? With your body, that's your right to do whatever it is. Now, do I have other beliefs? Absolutely. But as society, you know, America, that this America that we live in, this place that we live in, it's so hard for women out here. Um, and it's so hard for, for, for women to, to get jobs. It's so hard for women to sustain equal pay. It's so hard, but, but the, going back, we, we know that's a fact, but on our mistakes, like, do we, if our, let's say, do we, are you, do you feel like you would ever hold your child? Do you hold your child? high up on a pedestal to the point to where if she took the wrong path um could you be upset with her well of course i mean any parent would be upset when their kid goes the wrong but i just mean from given the mistakes that we made like let me reword this (laughs) my parents taught us certain things right but a lot of the things that our parents taught us, they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do as I say, not as do I do. Do as I say, not as I do. That was our favorite saying. Exactly. Yeah. But do we hold our children to that, given that society is different, do we hold our children to that same standard? Of course, you don't want to see your child do the, 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 the extreme that you've done. Of course. But sometimes I sit back and I look at, especially my three-year-old, um, and I see her, she acts the same way as me, the same way. She has the same passion, the same drive, the same, you know, she's not scared of anything. She's not, but she's wild. She's totally wild. And that's how I was. So I sit back and I'm like, but that was me. So how do you, you know what I'm saying? So for me, it's like this. There's nothing that my children can ever do that would make me love them less. Right. Of course. Disappoint yeah. me. Yeah, of yeah. course. I'm sure they're going to do some things and I'm going to shake my head and be like, right. damn it, why'd you do this? Right. But ultimately, there's nothing they could ever do that would make me love them any less Right. Right. at the end of the day. I can dig that. So man. I can That's hope, absolutely. you know, just because I messed up in my life, I, I'm changing my life around to where they don't ever have to remember me as that person. Mm-hmm. That's foreign to them. They exactly. Won't, they won't know who they they, are. they still know daddy was a gangster. Right, daddy, right, right, I mean, right. from what they hear, mm-hmm. people talking around them and mm-hmm. whatever. But ultimately, I went through it so that they don't have to. Right. So I would hold my kids to a really high standard. Mm-hmm. And I am on my kids constantly about their behavior, about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to, you know, change them in any way. It's just I don't want, I want better for them. Mm-hmm. The greatest teacher, their students surpass them. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, like, if you're training for martial arts, your trainer's goal is to make you better than he ever was. Right. And so that's the same thing I'm doing with my kids. So I don't think I would hold it against them. But I would definitely correct them. Right. Man, that makes a lot of sense, man. That that's that right there. I see so many people get so upset with their kids, and it's just like, 
you gotta stall them out and i have to i had to learn that i i, I went to i'm currently in therapy for anxiety and and a lot of anxiety and the stuff that i deal with i didn't really realize is attached in the form of of sometimes work um, a lot of times your family a lot of times your children a lot of times just different things that we struggle with on a daily basis like me sometimes like i'm i'm a machine right so i run on a schedule constant schedule this is that i gotta pick the kids up i gotta work i got you know what i'm saying so on and stuff going on and when the kids are acting like wild and it, it's crazy in my household I have to sit back and I don't really know how to deal with that. So, so I used to handle it and to get really angry. And I used to be like, yo, chill out. Y'all, you know what I'm saying? You take that like, <laughs> so yo, yo, sit do down that. shut up type thing. I have to separate physically myself. And I have to talk to my wife, you know, in regards to that. Because they're kids. They're, they're, they're supposed to do that. They're supposed to do that. This is no what they're better. supposed to do. Yeah. This is what they're supposed to do. You think they're just supposed to be like, oh, sit down and shut up. No, they're freaking kids that's what they're that's what they're supposed yeah, to do they're, they're exploring they're, yeah exactly they're trying to figure, trying to figure exactly you know what i mean and i had to really i had to learn that as a parent that's a hard thing for me to, that was a hard thing for me to learn as i was starting out i was very selfish i realized as a parent just because it was i was so used to things just going my way we get we got to go somewhere get put some shoes on let's go now it's we got we got gotta we got the, the bottles we got the, <laughs> the hair we got, got clean shoes we got clean teeth we got you know what i'm saying like it's a whole checklist just leaving the house now, just go up the street. You know what I'm saying? That's why I have don't have go nowhere these days. Since you're just ordering, right, home, right, right, exactly, the house. <laughs> exactly. But Taking you know, three kids through the supermarket. Yeah, no man, joke. That's, man, tell me about it, man. So you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't get on my kids like that for 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 making the same mistakes that I did. Is it hard not to? But as you know, as of recently, I've I've been able to learn how to channel that and deal with it in a healthy. You know what I'm saying? A healthy and that's all it's about. You know, yeah, I mean? absolutely. In, in any situation, you want a healthy relationship mm-hmm. all the way around. Whether it's your friends, family, kids, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Everything has to have healthy. You have to have boundaries. Right. Because we don't realize a lot of times what we do is we cre- we create these traumas for these children, and these traumas for these children stem from things that we've shown them because we deal with traumas that we don't even realize that we've dealt with. Yeah. That we've been we showing them. Yeah, yeah. Our exactly. family, our uncles, our moms, our dads, and we don't even know that they're there. You I mean, nowadays even TV. Seeing stuff yeah. on TV, you can't yeah. turn on TV without finding yeah. out somebody died. Yep, exactly. Or a war somewhere in some exactly. country. Exactly, exactly. So, it, it, it's, it's it's really a trip of how that's why we can't let the TV raise our kids. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We have to take the narrative and control the narrative and 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 dive in the books. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Dive in the books. You want some entertainment? Here goes a book. Exactly. Exactly. This is what we did when we were kids. Exactly. Play I, outside. I was, yep. Enjoy yourself. Yep, you know what exactly. I mean? Because time goes quick, man. Yeah. They don't realize it, but. I just turned. Th- I'm about to turn 37, bro. Ooh, man, hitting them high numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Got football numbers on TV right now. <laughs> yeah, man. Ain't no younger. Man, we, yeah, we ain't we ain't getting no younger, man. But we get wiser and older, man. And that's the thing, man. And we deserve to grow old as men, man. You know, we deserve to grow old. Um, um, you know, growing up, you know, we all take different paths, and. I feel like with you, you took a path that took you through uh, the system. Yeah, definitely. Um, Multiple times. Yeah, um, you you've been there. You you've done that. And you got a T-shirt for it. You know, as <laughs> I like to say, with the T-shirt and the mug. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> mug shot at least. Can you can you tell me a little bit 
about because I don't even know exactly all the things, and I, I, I don't think we even have time to have to go through all the things that we we both <laughs> been through. Dirty laundry life, list you know there, what I'm buddy. saying for both of us. Um, but can you tell me like what was that like for you at that point in your life? Like, at, 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 can you explain like the age group that you were in as, as well? We were high school. High school. High school started. started high school. You know, started mm-hmm. in high school. Um, kicked out of wrestling my, halfway through my senior year. And uh, things just went kind of downhill from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I ended up, I beat up the vice principal and the security guard at the school. <laughs> I was going to tell that story. <laughs> I was going to tell that story. That was a story I was going to tell. Um, I'll, we can go, I'll tell it really, really quickly. Really quickly. It's a very short version. And this is just what I can remember, okay? So, I remember I was just like sixth period, I remember. It was later in the day. It was later in the afternoon. I can't, was it later in the afternoon or the morning? I don't yeah, really remember. It was remember. like midday. Midday, like something mid- like that. It was like right after lunch. It's right after lunch. Okay, I was in photo. photo. I remember this till this day. And <laughs> um, I went to the bathroom, and I hear him yelling from across the, 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 the little quad we had. And I'm like, what the, you know, what's going on? And then I see our principal at the time um, and the security Big security. What was his name? Uh, uh, I forget, his, I forgot Brian, his name. Brian. Brian. Yeah, Big Brian. Brian. Yeah, I remember yeah. Brian. <laughs> Brian. They used to let us skip. Remember? Right, 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 right. He was real cool with my auntie. He was real cool with my auntie from the right. church. Yeah, yeah, so I remember that. He used that. to let us leave yeah. off campus yeah, for yeah, lunch. He was a real one. He was a real one. He was a real one. Yeah, um, good dude. And I remember him. I remember coming out of class, and I see this. I'm like, what the hell is going on? And I see this scuffle start to take place. And so I see Brian kind of grab Mike, but I don't remember really what, I didn't really get to get the view, but I just seen the principal getting slammed. And I'm <laughs> like, yo, like, what the deal? And so I ran over, I'm trying to see what's going on. And they were, you know, at that point, you know, I was a little too far, so they was taking him off. But, um, you know, that was that, that story. Sorry to interrupt you, but can we, can you tell me, like, at, I know that was a, from from high school, man, that 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 was a what we were sixteen, seventeen at that point. Yeah, I was seventeen and a half. Seventeen and a half yeah. at that point. You were sixteen and a half. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so what was what was that point at like at such a young age? Such a young age. How was how was that for you, man? Like, man, it was rough. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I went to prison on that. I did a turnaround in state prison, and um, seventeen and a half. I was barely. Lived. I was a baby. Still. Right, right. And I'm going to this place where there's killers and and. Dudes trying to just manipulate the situation mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff was going on. Right. You know, and um, it hardened me. It really did. It made me into a soldier because, mm-hmm. they, you know, you go there, you're new, you got to put in work. You got to handle your business. This right. person you know, got bad paperwork, got to go take care of that. Right. And, um, and that kind of opened the door to my criminal, you know, career, yeah. as, as they call it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and that transgressed into other things. You know, I, I only did what three years with half and I had some time credit. So I, I only did a turner. I was less than 11 months. Okay. But as a 17 year old in a state prison of with grown course. adults yeah. who carry knives around in their booty. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> definitely, a, definitely an eye opener. Right, you know right. I mean? Definitely right. Uh, shook me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, as a child. Um, but made me into a man very quickly. You know what I mean? I realized to survive, you got to do what you got to do. Right. And that was probably my downfall. From that early age, I realized that no matter what, I know I can get through it because I'll do what I gotta do. Do what you whether that do. whether that was hurt somebody, take from somebody, you know, run from the police, right? Whatever, carry a gun, whatever. So you and live twenty four hours on a defense and in survivor exactly. mode. Exactly. And so, well, actually, it was offense. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? In prison, you don't play defense. Right, right. You play offense. <laughs> right, right. You know, defense right. is out here. Right. You're chilling at the house. You got some pistols tucked just right. in case something later down comes right. the road. But um, ultimately, yeah, it had me on offense. And then I got out, started, I found the drug world. Mm-hmm. Everybody I had slapped me on the back. Hey, good job, man. You went to prison. Woo, woo. You got a street rep now. Went straight into the drug life. Started selling drugs. Started doing drugs. Started carrying a gun because I knew that somebody would try to get me for my drugs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I was selling. And it just transgressed into some horrible things, man. I mean, from fraud to forgery, sales and transportation, possession of firearms multiple times, um, high-speed chase from cops, uh, burglaries, robberies, you know what I mean? You name it. Right, and, um, right. And, and you know what I mean? I look back and I don't have any regrets. Right. And that moment, I did what I had to do. Of course. Of course. I don't... I never say, I, you know, you, we, you should live with, with regrets because it's, it's, everything has a, a reason for behind there it. There was a reason there I was, was there. There was a reason you were there. There was a reason why you went through a lot of those things. And I knew that through. in my heart. Yeah. I knew God had me. I, mm-hmm. just, I knew it. Right. I may not, not, may not have prayed as much as I should have or gone to church like I should have or mm-hmm. avo- obeyed his laws like I should have, mm-hmm. but I knew he had me. Absolutely. Ultimately. Absolutely. That's... And I just knew in my heart that one day it would change. You know at some I mean? point, at some point, things would get better. Right, man, that's that's amazing, man. Um, so, what was that that green light that got you out of that? Like, what was that green light moment that was like, you know what? I done been through it. I done been here. I done been to hell and back. Um, and I'm tired. What was your tired moment? Everybody gets to this point where it's like, people say they, you know. They want to be done with it, and they want to do this and want to do that. And I think nobody knows you. You. You know when you're tired. What was your I'm tired moment? Like I'm I'm tired. It wasn't really like I'm uh, the I'm tired moment. It mm-hmm. was the something's got to change. Something's got to change. And it was the I don't want to name any names because he's still locked up and he's still okay. plugged in with them people. You okay, know what okay, I mean? Okay. But my celly man was a lifer, hmm. and he was from Orange County, and. Okay. I had bad respect for the dude. I've yeah. heard of him. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Never, he got busted before my time, but I've heard of him. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sitting in the cell with this dude, and first thing he asked me when I come to the door was, hey, youngster, I got some dope. You want to get high? Oh. And I looked at the dude, and he was a big dude. He was scary. Right, big, right, buff, right. white dude. Mm-hmm. Go, go cheese right, down right, here. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. And, uh, and I told him, no, man, I'm good. I'm trying to change my life. And uh, he invited me into the cell couple of weeks later, he's like, I asked him, I was like, hey, man, why'd you ask me that? He's like, because if you wanted to, if you wanted to get high, I would have stabbed you. Shit. I don't want people like that in my cell. Can't trust them. God. And, uh, and we became good friends, man. We wow. became good friends. And, he, uh, and he, he just kept reminding me, like, out of all the things that I told him and all the stories that I, I told him, mm-hmm. he's all, well, where's that going to get you, bro? Right. I'm never going home. Do you realize that? I'm never going home. Man. There's not a chance in hell that I'll ever leave these walls. And that was kind of my eye opener. Right. That was God sent me into that cell for a reason. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That for some reason, something inside of me told me, say no to drugs. Mm-hmm. And and luckily, I gained a good friend out of it. You know what right. I mean? And he schooled me. Right. And he told me what to do when I got out. And I'm doing it. Absolutely, you know I mean? man. God, God, God puts you in, in so many situations and scenarios to see if you're going to go left or you're going to go right. Oh, I always went yeah. left. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, uh, man, most, I mean, most, most people do. You know what I'm saying? They're, 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 they're growing. They, they don't know. You know, nobody knows who they really are. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
I mean, uh, to, a, to a certain extent, nobody really knows what, they know what they want to do. But the, the saying is, 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 is tell God your plans and make them laugh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like tell him, tell him, tell him what it is that you want. I'm, I'm going to do this. I'm like, gonna... I got, I got you, I got you playing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I got, got you, I got you typed out. out. Yeah, you did what I'm saying. I got you typed out already. So he gives you the option to do what you want to right, do. Right, but right, at right. The end, he steers you to where you have right, to be. Right, to where you, you have to be in the end. And you know, fortunately, you gain somebody who was able to, um, you know, get that eye opener. You know what I'm saying? Get that eye opener and be like, yo, this is not where I want to die. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to die out there, but this is definitely not the place that I want to die at. So, you know. Um, I don't ever think I was scared of death, though. No. I was scared of failing. Fear of failure. Yeah. But it's so much the death. The death, everybody dies. Right. And they can't escape that. No, it's not a person not. in this world that can escape death. Right. When it's your time, it's your time. But failing. Failing as a father. Mm-hmm. Failing as a man. Failing as a person, bro. That's mm-hmm. where it hit me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to fail. And so I did whatever I had to do to get money. I did whatever I had to do to eat. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because I knew that there was a lot of people out there that would talk the talk, but they wouldn't right. put in the work for that. Right. I did. Thank God for that, man. And thank God for that, man. Thank God for your, 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 your savvy. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, because you're able to turn, but because now that you you out, you're able to turn that into um, a, a positive. You're able to turn your old hustle. Into some, you know what I'm saying? Your old money to some new money. Exactly. You dig what I'm saying? And in a positive way where you can do it legally, you can do it, you know what I'm saying? Um, and get it how you live. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, thank God for that person that you met that was like, yo, this is what yeah, it is. You just opened my eyes. So right, right, right. Yeah, it's just, this you is what, what it is. That's just what it is. Um, why don't, as men, and this is flipping it, but why, why, why as men, as I, I, I teach my kids, like, whenever you see somebody and you know them, always ask them, how are you? I think that's such a major thing. And, like, I, I, I run, you know, every single day. And I um, if I see somebody, you know, and I'm just passing up, I'm like, hey, how you doing? God bless you. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. what, whatever it is like that. You never know what somebody might be going through or not today, especially homeless people. I see them all the time when I'm running. And I, you know, whether it's a, a good morning, you know what I'm saying, a good afternoon, because um, you never know how that can make somebody's day, especially. But the words "how are you" mean something to somebody. Why don't you feel as men we're asked, "Hey, how are you? Like, what's going on with you?" Like, and I'm not saying to spew your entire guts out, but I'm just saying, "How how are you doing, man? How's your mental game as a as a man?" You know, in in American society and society in general, because we have these societal stamps that are placed on us. Why aren't we asked, like, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, for me, I think it stems back to that, what have you done for me lately type of thing. No one oh, really okay. cares how you are. Right, right. They only right. care what you've done for them. Right. I mean, and if, if you're not you, doing yeah. it for them, they're going to hit they're you gonna, up. How yeah, you doing? Yeah, how you doing? How you been? Yeah, yeah. Opening the conversation. <laughs> right, but ultimately, right. nobody cares about the next no, person. No. If we did, the world, the, the country wouldn't be in turmoil. Right. We'd all be backing each other up. There wouldn't be homeless people hungry. Right. While we're giving trillions away to a trillions different country away. to fight there, some there, there battle that's not even our fault. Billions of dollars sitting at the top of a building, at the bottom of the building, is surrounded by homeless people. Exactly. And, 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 and so many things like that. You're right. You're right. Society does, does not care about anything anymore. They don't. Unless it's something flashy. Right, or something that they can be like, ooh, ah, right, I don't right. really care. Right, right, right. A, 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 you know, 
post on the gram, post on whatever it is. Yeah, people go around yeah. posting their whole lives on the gram, right. and they really, right. they might, they be dressed in designer, but the rent's late. Right, right, exactly. You know what I'm saying a lot of people who do that kind of stuff are they don't really have it like that. It's a, it's a so, facade so, of a exactly. lifestyle that they are forced. Yeah, that they are forced to 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 have to live up to. You have hundreds of thousands of followers. Uh, you have to show that you your lifestyle is a certain type of way. Um, and I think that's, 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 that's really, <laughs> that's really crazy. That's really crazy to me. Um, um, let me see what this is. Go back to this one. Um, piggybacking off that, how do you think social media has changed the life as we know it like see social social media went like that back when we Man. went back in we had what myspace, MySpace was a joke and when we got in college when i got in college it was like facebook at that yep. time it was like one maybe one and then it was i don't remember it was like i am before that but i but it was nothing like it was today because see now you have visuals now you have videos now again and, and you have these people posting their lives and they see you know what i'm saying like, how do you think social media has honestly changed the outlook on life? Oh man, it ruined it. I, I believe I, so too. Honest, I honestly feel I like so it's too. ruining us as a as a community, as, as a society, 100% and, and as a as a as a being, you know, human right. beings. Um, just look at all the stuff that they're putting on the gram. Right. A lot of it's useless. It's just entertainment. A lot of the stuff is facades, lies, smoke right. screens, green screens behind it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, and it's ruined. It, it really streamlined accessibility to people. That's why you see so many people cheating nowadays because it's mm-hmm. accessible. They post a picture or a meme saying, "Hey, I'm I'm going through something." Bam, that dirty scoundrel's in in, in the DM saying, "Hey, baby, what's going on?" Right, right. Bam, and that's how it, it made everything more accessible. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's ruining relationships. It's ruining marriages. It's ruining our kids. I really, I could do without it, to be honest with you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Only reason I even have my stuff open is for people to hit me up. Right, right. Post maybe right. a couple things about my kids or when I right. go camping, stuff like that. Right, 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 right. It's just a tool. You got to honestly know how to use it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's actually, it's becoming more scarce for businesses because, it's, it's, you know, they're able to figure out how people start to make money off of it. Yeah. So it's really not even used for anything at this point. If you're not using it for business, use it for pleasure. And that's one thing, but, you know, Again, when businesses are getting smarter to know these people are really making some money off of us, let's figure out how we can either, you know, that they got rid of the blue checks. That's why you don't mm-hmm. see so many people have blue checks anymore because you have to pay for that kind of stuff now. Oh yeah. And um, I, I, again, I believe you. Like you said, it's ruined. I think it's ruined our kids. Uh, I think social, not just social media. I think uh, just having devices has ruined a lot of things in society as well. Um, how many phone numbers you remember? Oh, Lordy. How many addresses do you remember now? I can remember two. I remember when we were kids, we remember everybody's address, everybody's phone numbers, address and everybody's their birthdays, everything number. in our memory, in our brain. Yep. Yep. Since I've had a device, all I do is push the name. That's I don't it. remember. I don't never That's see it. the number. You don't ever see the number. It's making us dumber. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot of accessibility mm-hmm. information you can find online that you need at the you mean, at right, that right, moment. Right, of course. But that's cool if you use it just for that. Right, right. But when you're using it and portraying something that you're not online mm-hmm. or and trying to build a gathering based off of something that's immoral. Right. Right, prostitution. Um, I mean, all kinds of stuff. On I mean, there's a whole. Bunch I mean, of you can go on Instagram stuff. nowadays without getting invited to a chat with right, some girl. Right, and this is why and I had to, I had to unfollow. Yeah, I had to unfollow. Like, like you know, you can't even have your stuff open just in general. Like, I remember, you know, um, following like a, like a world star. You know what I'm saying? And I would open up my phone and just be a 
a, you know what I'm saying? Like a yep. big old, you know, I'm just sitting in my, I'm like, I got my kids right here. I got my wife, that's, you know, on the side of me and stuff. And like, what you looking at? You know what I'm saying? And it's that kind of stuff. I think it ruins households. Um, I think it ruins families. I think it ruins children. I think the, the, you know, social media, it, it ruins children because they make them feel like they have to do this. Like, this is how they have this to be. This is the norm. This is the norm. This is what people are doing. Right, 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 right. And this and is what I have pressure. to do. Right. They feel that pressure right. To, to, right. to be that person, even right. though they don't want to be. See, it used to be just a crowd of people who mm-hmm. were keeping you influenced. Yep. Now you have an entire world yes, sir. that your kids are influenced by. That's some crazy ish to me, man. Like, man. And, and think about all the information that they're gathering on us as well. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cambridge Analytica. Um, the people in China that that run yeah. uh, TikTok because everybody who's the, everybody who's running it are number crunchers. Exactly. So that's why you're able to see so many advertisements on there mm-hmm. because they do your Google searches. They're able to see what you look at mostly, your what's location. frequently your location. These geofencing to right, see when you right, go into right. certain stores, and all exactly. of a sudden you're gonna have certain store certain ads store apps. On on I can mention me and my wife can sit and be talking about Target or something, and then you'll see an ad for exactly. Target on your phone. It's the craziest thing. Well, but they've been doing that for years. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean, of they've course. been targeting families by the purchase it. So whenever you use your credit card at the store back in the day. Mm-hmm. Your credit card company would sell that information on what you purchased, and you would get more personalized sale ads in the Sunday paper. Right, right. Stuff that you normally would normally would buy. Exactly. Stuff that (laughs) that would interest you, and if you were to go to their store again, right? Because there's no point in putting stuff on there that you're not going to buy. You're gonna flip through it of and course be thrown not. away. Yeah, yeah. You put it's some stuff on trash. there that you're used to buying. Yeah. Oh man, look, mom, we can save on this. Right. Sweetie, we can so save on this. So we just bought one of these last week, and, 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 and that's yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. get the sale one. Right, right, right. Money. Damn, <laughs> I didn't realize that it, one. It, dog. it goes back. It goes, it goes back. deep. It goes, it goes deep, deep, man. So, the, and it's crazy of how they just have your mind conditioned. Yeah. It's a conditioning of the mind. It's a conditioning of this is what the normal is. This is what we're gonna do, and we're just gonna continue to pump this. And it's hard to regulate. No, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's because absolutely. it's everywhere. It's, it's everywhere. Like they won't know about it until somebody posts uh, yeah. and lets them know that hey, this is this is not cool. Right, right. And uh, you know, and reports them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's harder. It's harder. It's harder. Um, really sit there and let my kids play on that stuff. Yeah, they want to do on the TikToks and all the. And I'm like, no, they're they're just getting your facial recognition. Number one. Number two, and maybe that's just because I'm a criminal. No, you know no, what no. I, mean? I, don't like, I don't like the digital imprint. You know what I mean? But ultimately, like, man, they, they, they can steal a lot of stuff from yeah, absolutely. scammers. Absolutely. Scamming, scamming's on an all time high right now. Mm-hmm. So many gullible people in this country, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they AI go on there. Hey, hey they, somebody send you a text message. Hey, it's me. I'm trying to get in my Facebook, and they said that I need you to, to click this right. link to prove that it's me. Right. Boom. All of a sudden, they're in your Facebook sending money to wherever. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So I, I'm against social media. Really. I could dig it. I could dig it, man. Um, what's one thing you wish in your life personally um, that you can unlearn about yourself? Unlearn about unlearn. myself? What's, let's, let's, not even talk I, about self. I, let's not even talk about self. If you want to answer that one, <laughs> you can. But what's one thing you wish you can unlearn? My like, willingness to take it all the way. You know what I'm saying? My willingness to take it all the way. Leverage. Like, to take it all the way. So, like, if if somebody came up to right now and tried to harm us, mm-hmm. my willingness to take it there, to take it all the way and kill them instead of them kill us. Right, right, right. That's something I, could, I wish I could unlearn about myself. Right. Because right. throughout the years, that was my go-to. Mm-hmm. Something happened, let's just take this dude right, out. Let's just beat yeah. this dude up. Mm-hmm. Let's just do this or that. And, um... And it put me in a lot of bad situations, man. It mm-hmm. hurt a lot of people. A lot of people mm-hmm. I cared about too right. suffered. You know what I mean? But yeah, my, I probably would want to lose the uh, like the the no. Let me rephrase that. 
if that was one thing I could take away, mm-hmm. would that that would be it? That would be it. Yeah, definitely. Damn, I'd rather be a scared chicken than a than a dead wolf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. Um, but again, that's that's, I believe that's a part of a survival tactic. You know what I'm saying? You again, you'd rather get caught with it than be caught without it. You know exactly. what I'm saying? That's that's the mentality, and I think that's unfortunately sometimes that's just how you have to succumb to your. You know what I'm saying? Succumb to the way you live at some points until you get Make to that. Bed, right, 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 right. Because it, that's again, that's what you you chose. You know, for that moment. Um, what do you What do you believe that's the the disconnect between our? What, what would you say the disconnect is between our generation and let's just say a, a normal teenager's generation is Morals. now. Morals. That's a great one. Morals. That's a great one. I, I've been told um, the, the social media has changed. I've been told, um, you know, um, um, the way things are just are today have changed it. But I'm a firm believer in morals, too. I believe in that moral. That moral. I, when I was raised, man, I was raised under under a two-parent household. Uh, we grew up as Christians. Um, we There's just certain things we just didn't do yeah. that are just... Out then and, and it's and the way you see it today, it's like it's normal for a, to see a kid, you know, on drugs and and they they just like that kind of stuff. It's, it's a desensitized society. Exactly, that's I a great word. We we live yeah, in we're now. desensitized yeah. to what the freak is really going right, on. Right, right, right. And uh, and it's it's sad. I grew up yeah. in a single mom with uh-huh. a single mom, five kids. Mm-hmm. She sold drugs and guns. So I grew up around the whole life. Right. So you desensitized. But my morals were still intact. Right. From my grandfather. Right. My grandfather was a military man. He was a good man. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he taught me things. Loyalty, respect. And that's that's what I've guided myself on. Right. Stand tall and be true. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. No matter what you're facing, stand tall and be true and you're going to make it through. Right. That's always been my my grandfather's motto. Right. No matter what it was. And, um, And it's a shame what's happening to these young people, man. It's it's just a shame. We it's, need to really need, need to buckle down and get back to that family union and take care of our kids because our kids are the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I, 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 as having a teenager, you'll you'll see it, and it gets worse. <laughs> it gets worse. I'm gonna be honest. You with mean you. the attitude gets the, deeper? The, the attitude, <laughs> but the expectation of what they they think that they're supposed to be able to do today, it gets worse. It gets worse. Um, I I, I see again back in the day. It was different. The girls didn't wear what they wore. They wear today. Back then, I remember back then at our school, if girls used to wear like the craziest things at school, like shorts, like skirts, or they they showing you know, whatever it was. Remember that big ass yellow shirt they used to make girls wear yeah. back at our school. Remember that? Yep. Like when they came to school with something that was crazy on. Yep. And it was like they had to reach down to their thighs. They had to reach, right, right, right. Their, their hands didn't pass. Their skirt didn't pass their hands. They right. got to put the yellow shirt. The yellow yep. shirt. That big ass yellow shirt. I don't remember that, but, but yeah. But so I, I just I see today, and I see like, what the hell is this? Is normal? Like I, I, I've, I've seen it. I, I've seen it. I've been the witness to it. And of course, you can't tell anybody else how to raise their kids. But I know the damn one ain't going on in my household. So, <laughs> so the morals, like you said, are the biggest differential we just didn't do those types of things back. and you know it's not that we didn't do it it's just we didn't boast about it right we right. kind of hid that from our parents nowadays right, right. we're like forget my it's, mom i don't care what my yeah, mom says like, yeah. i'm grown right really they're not man right 
I mean, look at all the TV shows. Look at all the news news broadcastings. Look at all the stuff that they put on TV. Mm-hmm. Love Islands and, and all this mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? Like The Bachelorette. They're purposely, purposely um, desensitizing our children. For what? Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden they're putting these books in school that's making it make it okay for the child to choose what gender they are. Mm-hmm. Man, if you put ten thousand dollars right here and a hundred dollars right here, and you ask a child which one they want more, they're probably gonna go for the hundred dollars. They don't I know mean, better. yeah, absolutely. I, 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 that's a that's a whole different subject, man. Like, you know, when you get into that kind of stuff, it, again, it's the world trying to raise your child. Exactly. It's the it's the the, the age that we live in, the social media age that we live in, that this is normal. Um, I'm a firm believer in. Um, you know, doing what you want to do when you're outside of my house. You know what I'm saying? Just don't let me find Just out. Just don't let me find out. Don't let me get it. a call from the police. Right. Talking about right. You down exactly. Exactly. Um, you, you know, but it's this whole thing where I want to be this way, and I'm, uh, I'm, I'm changing myself because society tells me it's okay, and this is what I'm gonna do, and you guys are gonna support me again. At the end of the day, if that's what you do with your lifestyle, that's between you and God. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Exactly. But as my child, you will not raise my child to believe that something is normal or something is supposed to be a certain type of way and there are they are labeled this if they don't believe that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what the, the world has it twisted today is if you have a difference of opinion of what political of, of what the political correct, quote unquote, politically correct thing is, then we're too you, politically, politically correct. Right, right, right. We're yeah. to, to a fault. We're, yeah, to a point exactly. where it's screwing us over. Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, get, you there's certain things that are cool. There's certain, yeah. certain things that are not cool. Right, right. And and as a society, we can grow into whatever direction we want. We can be we can be absolutely. steered into a different direction if, if they want to. And right. and it's just a shame, man, of what they're doing. They're kind of blinding a lot of people, and they're they're kind of manipulating the system to work right. in their favor. Right. It's like what is their what is their objective on this? Right. What, what's 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 the ends? Does right. the means justify it? Yeah. Yeah. So let me ask you this. As a parent, when you see this kind of stuff and you, you see these types of things, if you were to die today, what is most important to you? Do you believe um, leaving um, – what, 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 what's, what's more important to you, leaving a values to your children or leaving a legacy? There's, that's two different things, in my opinion – Legacy, they are two different things, but right. I think they coincide with each right, other. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Because you can't leave a legacy if they, the legacy is what they follow. You know what I mean? And what the what what you did for them, what you left behind for them, what you taught them before you left, um, the values. I mean, with the stuff that's going on on TV nowadays, man, it doesn't matter. It's like they're gonna get unless you're a strong parent, you can hold it down and teach your kids some real core values. Mm-hmm. This this internet, the social media is gonna snatch them up. So to me, leaving a legacy would be more important. Leaving them, leaving something for them to grow from. Right. Because I can die right now. At this point in my life, yeah, I'm off of drugs. Yeah, I've been sober. Yeah, I've been, you know, I mean, I'm working. Mm-hmm. I got a job. I got a nice car mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But I'm not set up financially for them yet. Right, right. I've only been able to master my finances so far. Right. And now, my goal is to build that legacy. Make sure they have college money. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's something that happens to me. Make sure they have a place to always live. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to me, building a legacy is, is, is more important in my eyes because right. I'm already teaching them the values. Right. But my legacy is what I leave after I leave after I go. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's um because values they, they change. You know what I'm saying? Eventually some values will change. There's some things you learn as a kid that's that's embedded in you, but that's not something sometimes that you value when you grow up because 
you have to move along with society um but you can always keep that moral you know what i'm saying that 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 moral thing that you you learned growing up you know what's right and you know what's wrong but the value in some things will change because society is just continue to move on and on and on yeah. and you can either get with it or stay in 94 and uh, <laughs> you see what i'm saying <laughs> um um why okay so i i got a, a question that um one of one of my one of my viewers actually asked me to ask which is a great question um uh why do you feel as men we have to overcompensate um i'll give you a, for instance for instance like we feel like we always have to be the man the strong one, the one to bear all the issues, the one to take the world on our shoulders. Do you um, do you believe that's just a, a social stereotype of a, the male species, or do you believe um, that's something that we just grow up with, that we just sabotage ourselves with? Like, what do you what do you think? Well, that's a great question. Mm -hmm. um, well, number one, it is a stereotype. It's a stereotype, um, and it also self sabotages. Okay. Because some people can't bear that weight. Right, right. And so when they try to bear that weight and be that man, and they fail, they go in the directions I went. Street life, crime, mm -hmm. drugs, stuff like that. Uh, but it's also a stereotype, like I mentioned. Um, it stems back to our primal state, you know what I mean, when right. we were cavemen. We were the only ones dumb enough to go outside when there was dinosaurs around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so since then, we've been the ones holding it down, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I, think, I see it, you know? Right, right. I think it's, a, again, like you said, I think it's a little bit of both. I think that, you know, we are, we're, we're not taught to be like, um, you can have a bad day. You can you can not feel good the rest. You, you know what I'm saying? You can be sad. You can be sad. You can have You feelings. can cry. You can, you know feel, you can have you feelings. Can, you can go through things right. and show emotions. It's right. okay as long as you don't let your emotions overwhelm you right. and put you in the wrong spot. Right. But that we're not taught that. No. No, no we're, taught, we're, we're taught to be strong. Right. Not to cry. Can't Even cry. as your kids nowadays. Mm -hmm. You have a little boy. Stop crying. Be a right. man. Right, right, right. It goes right. back to that. You know what I mean? It, it all stems back to that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and those are the things that we are feeding our kids that are hurting them. Like we right. spoke earlier in the in the, in the podcast, mm -hmm. um, we're hurting our generation, our, right. our generations to come. Right. It's we're not teaching them right. We're not failure. showing them yeah. right. You got so many women rapping about selling coochie mm -hmm. and how they're they're proud to do this. Yeah. And we got daughters. We right. can't just let them listen right. to this kind of stuff, man. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, for men, it's a lot harder, I believe, um, because there's so many stereotypes on us. Yeah. There's so many things that we're expected to do. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. If you and your wife was out there, mm -hmm. and some guy came up and tried to rob you guys, mm -hmm. would your wife want you to hurt that person or protect her, or would she expect you to protect you? That's an expectation. It's an expectation. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, you come, you ask your wife, hey, look, I'm running late tonight. Can you make sure some dinner is ready for me because i got to leave as soon as I get home? Mm -hmm. You're expecting her to do that. Mm-hmm. When she doesn't do it, well, I didn't have time. I was doing right, the kids. Right, right. We don't rag on them like they right. would us. Right, right, right. Oh, you, you didn't, you didn't, even, you didn't even man up and take care of that stuff. <laughs> you, you, the guy, you just let it run off of my wallet. You know what I mean? But right. you wasn't in there. Oh, you, so what if you had the kids? Right. You didn't cook the food. I needed you to do this. Right. We don't do that. Right. So that's the difference, the expectations mm -hmm. that that we have on us. No matter what, we have to follow through because we're a man. Right. That's where man of our word came from. Mm -hmm. We had to follow through no matter what. Right. You gave somebody your word. You had to you do had it. You had to follow through. And yeah. that's wrong with this generation, too. 
They're all There's backstabbing no, yeah. each other. They're all yeah. screwing each other's friends. They're all doing mm-hmm. drugs together. Mm-hmm. And, and the drugs is really probably what's messing them up the most. Yeah. And, and, and the promotion of drugs. Yeah. All the rappers want to talk about selling drugs and doing drugs and popping mollies and, and right. doing all this stuff. It's, it's, it's misguiding our, our youth. Right. When we were, and, and, and when we were, you know, um, just back in our time with, 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 with music and high school and different things like that. It wasn't drugs weren't really celebrated. They were they were the what was not celebrated. What was talked about more was selling them yeah. more than doing them. Yeah. And these little these little they do them and they it's celebrated. It's it's almost like yo, uh, you know, I just popped one. You know, I got got me a Zan. I got me this. I got me that. And you know, I, I actually was watching an interview. I don't even know who who the, who the young brother was, but he was asking the dude, "You want a perk? You want a perk? I'm a perk. I'm a perk." Like, what? Like, and you, you, no, he's probably off of fentanyl. Right, 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 you sold millions <laughs> of records. Th- all them perk 30s are fentanyl based, man. Come on, man. They're pressing them in their bathroom. Stop doing it. What are you thinking, man? So, right. And we, but we see this kind of stuff, and this is what's being taught to your kids. This is what's being shoved in your kids' face that's like normal. So, when they start, and we've been we've been victims of it. I mean, we we we've we've seen it. We we quote the same thing, and then it's like when you get older, like when your parents were telling you, "Do you know what they're really saying in that song?" Or do you know what they? You know what I'm saying? Do you really know what a re-up is? Do you really know what a? Do you really know what? You know what I'm saying? Well, they know Catching because social media is. makes it accessible. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But, you want to know anything? You can go on social media right, right now, right. type it in, and they will learn right. anything. And that's the cool part about social media is you put your dirt right up on what you're doing. Back in our day, you couldn't do you that. Don't do that. Look, let me tell you this. <laughs> when you do dirt back in the day, it wasn't supposed to be known that you do dirt. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it wasn't a known thing. Like it was, it was a more of a, you know, <coughs> and you know, boy, he, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he do it. Omerta. Y'all put it right. It was on, right, right, right. Italian for don't talk about it. <laughs> You put it on social media. You put it in your music. You put it. You do dirt, and then you go and tell you do dirt. That's the dumbest thing I can I, I can I can even say about. I mean, it's the it's the dumbest way to live, and it's the dumbest way to go about. You 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 feel like you get a status because of that? No, you just look dumb. You just look the dumb. Gang task force is on the gram. You right, right, this. right, right. <laughs> they see real. everything you're doing. They know everything you're doing. You can't. Um, so, you know, your phone's your biggest snitch now. Right, absolutely. You can't even absolutely. take your phone somewhere. So if you take your phone somewhere, they can ping your they location ping no matter you where what. you are. Whether past, present, current doesn't matter. Right, right. You take was, that. You go hit a lick. Boom. You're right, automatically tied. Right. To I was watching um, this documentary on Netflix about Aaron Aaron Hernandez. Uh, how he was, you know, killing on people, and they were able to track him. <laughs> he was making phone calls as he was going back and forth and they were just pinging him ping 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 yep. i mean he was pinged everywhere everywhere around where he was doing the dirt again st- stop doing the dirt but oh my god <laughs> dude you do dirt why are you putting it on instagram why are you showing people that you fighting on instagram why are you showing people that you're doing it? they can find you anywhere i i, I again it's just this. remember it's statute of limitations right. that's all i gotta say statute of limitations so you're posting it now and they, they backdated to that date when you get caught up on it it's true yeah man that's that's crazy man you can it's, phone at home when you hit the licks yeah <laughs> absolutely shit man so um you know at the spot you know again it's all about the culture we celebrate all genres of music hip-hop um hip-hop r&b you know, we're all about, you know, the pop culture and just everything that's going on today. 
But this year is the 50th year of celebration of hip hop. And I know you are a huge fan of, of hip hop. Um, we again we used to share mix mix CDs. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Passing the CDs in between class. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? In between in between class. So, um, where do you think music is right now, man? In your opinion, where where is hip hop right now, man? Where, in a where, slump. Where's it going? In is my it opinion, slump? they're in a slump. Think so? The stuff that they're promoting, the right. things that they're saying and portraying that they're doing okay is it's ruining our kids there's, mm-hmm. there's no motivation there yeah everybody sees that you're balling but how did you get there right we don't care right. you know what i mean and it wasn't right. from selling drugs it wasn't from selling coochie mm-hmm. you know what i mean you didn't really do all that <laughs> you know what i mean if you didn't you're talking about it you stupid for it. right 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 you know what i'm right, saying right and so they really need to get on their game man and try to find a way to empower our youth empower of our people mm-hmm. like immortal technique he wakes people up about mm-hmm. what's going on Get back to those roots, man. Wake these people up. Sh- show them something different. Show them how to come up the right way. Right. Show them how not to die at 25 years old because they wanted to put some on the gram and mm-hmm. somebody followed them there and shot them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Do something better, man. Right. You know what I mean? There's right. a lot of good artists out right now. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I've been steering away from the hip hop. I've been going to country. Man. <laughs> I'm not hey, gonna man. lie. That's where you get some of the Shout realest out to jelly roll. That's where. You get, <laughs> that's where you get some of the realest. Look! 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 I'm gonna check this out. Check this out. I don't even listen to country music like that, but the few and songs that I've heard, man, they get into some deep <laughs> shit, man. Like it, it, it gets deep, man. They, they, they talk about how they feeling. They be drinking. They just be, you know, they be in a slump, man. And it's real pain in country music, man. And I didn't even really realize that. Country stems from the blues. Yeah, absolutely. You know and the blues was the blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah the blues was the blues. But it stems then. from the blues. Yeah, yeah. And so. um for me, it's just, it's not like old school country where they're talking about their wife leaving them and right, right, you know, right. taking the right. dog and right, stuff right, like right, that, right, having right. a pickup truck driving <laughs> in circles. It's not like that no more, man. It's more, uh, it's more our time. Right. You know what I mean, right. our, our our state of mind, but just with country, right. country sound. You know what I mean? Right. So that's why I'm digging it lately. Yeah, I could dig that, man. You know what I mean? I Plus, it does not that. talk about all this violence and killings and drugs mm-hmm. and prostitution. And I got the kids in the car all the time. Yeah, of course. So I got to listen course. to something that's comparable. You know right, right, I mean? right. I think that's the toughest part for, for me is, you know, when you make a playlist these days, you, especially if you have kids, you really have to figure out, like, what the hell is it that your kids are listening to? Because you bopping it and you, you know, but it's like. You're used to it. Yo, you know what I mean? But the like, kids sit back like. Yeah, like my three-year-old, she be listening <laughs> to some of the music. Like, she knows, like, because I listen to a lot of old school. Like, I listen to a lot of. Like millennium music, the music that we grew up with. I don't really listen to to. I couldn't say that I listened to many artists that were, you know, past two thousand what twelve. I'd say so. You got the Drakes, you got the the Kendricks, you got the J Cole's. Those are yeah, the Wayne's of course. Those are those are those are those are my goats. You know, um, that you know, that ship shape. You know, what I'm saying me, especially Wayne. That was you know growing up, but. Um, Hip hop to me, man, currently is like you said. I think it's at a, a standstill. I think we're at this breaking point where they don't really know where they want to be. Um, it, it's it's in an area where it's half. Let me sell my ass. Let me promote this. But then you got some cats coming out, man, that are really promoting like the Coles, like the, the J Coles, the, the Kendrick mm-hmm. Lamar's. You got some. You got there's few and far in the pocket. You know. Um, Cordays, you know, I can go on uh, just about a lot of the ones that I personally listen to. Um, and I think if we can kind of steer back to where hip hop has some type of message to it, 
Um, it, it doesn't have to be this uh, stay off drugs and stay in school message nah, because that message all. is not cool anymore. That's, that's not cool but that's, anymore. That's what the, I mean, it's not what's in. It's not but what's it's in. What yeah, we yeah. need to hear too. Yeah, it's what, but, exactly, but it's what you need to hear. Yeah. And you need to find somebody who's who's cool enough to make it sound. Like J. Cole. Yeah. He rapped through all through exactly. college. Exactly. He rapped his way through college. Exactly. Man. Exactly. I think like one, he's one of the, He's probably one of the greatest artists out Absolutely. I think he's down. one of the ones that I relate to the most I, I because... This dude goes through it. He has kids. Uh, he goes through things with his wife. And he's just at that certain point for me right now. J. Cole is is who I personally listen to a lot because he's just at this point in his life where... He's grown. He's grown. He's grown. He's got... He's been through it with the, with the ladies. He's been through it with the clubs. He's, he's partied. He's, he's done all of this stuff. Now he's married. He's got kids. And now the content is different. You know what I'm saying? I love artists who can move on with the content. I don't want to hear if you're 45 years old... And you, you've got a full-blown family, and you still talking about what you're doing out here with these females and what you're doing. You're not doing that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, be able to change yourself. Be able to change the content. You got to evolve. Yeah, yeah. But I think the state of the, the state of hip hop right now is again in a lost in a lost state, and it is at a standstill because I think it's kind of being pulled in two different directions. Um, you know, personally. Um, now I got to wrap this thing up, but two more questions. Um. What's one album, man, you can listen to forever without any skips? Oh, man, Tupac Resurrection. Oh, shit. There you down. go, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's my era. That's the I era remember I that up, one, man. That's, that was a cut. That was, yeah, that, he, had that, he had that cut with Eminem. by the window with yeah, my AK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. That was, yeah. that, was, that, was, that was a great album. That was a great but Pac, album. Pac was a visionary. Absolutely. You know I mean? Absolutely. And, uh, and he, he, was, he was definitely with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he had the best of both worlds. You know what I mean? At the same time. So he had the gangster side of him and uh-huh. he had the political side of him. Right. You know what I mean? Because his family was Black Panthers, all mm-hmm. of that stuff. So mm-hmm. um, I really relate to Pac a lot and a yeah. lot of his songs. And, mm-hmm. and that's how I was living my life as well. Right, right, right. And even that, it turned me into something that I didn't end up wanting to be. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's why I had to change around and right. do what I do now. Of course. Now. Of course, but, but yeah, that probably that one, Tupac Resurrection. I can dig that, man. I love that album. That yeah, like almost every album. one, every every almost every song, and I think is right. Yeah, that was a great <laughs> album. That was straight cheese. Uh, uh, running, Ghost. Running is probably my <laughs> my favorite one off that album. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Staring through my rear view. Staring through my rear view. He had a bunch of songs on there, man. Yeah, I can bump that whole album back. I think Eminem produced that one, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he produced that joint. Yeah, that was cold. I love that album. It came out Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say it came out. It came out when we was in high school. I do remember that. I used to ride my bicycle to school to see Tupac every day, and they wonder why I turned into a thug. The CD player that used to skip in my jacket every time it hit. Oh man, it was a struggle. Y'all don't know about them days, man. The struggle, the earphone struggle when you had to. Wrap your ish around that damn CD player when your ish wasn't working, or you had one ear and be like, "Yo, bro, like it was a struggle, man. It was it's a struggle, worse man. than prison, right?" <laughs> All right, man. Um, CD players in the tattoo machines. <laughs> God, man, that's that's crazy, man. It was the times, man. We had some some great times growing up, man. But um, so I'm gonna throw a little stinger at you, man. And this is this is something I, I didn't I didn't. Um, but you only get one concert, right? This is a creative scenario. You get one concert, one show. You only have three artists that you can put on. Who's performing? Any genre, dead or alive? Ooh. Who you got? <laughs> man, that's I like tough to, one. I like to throw these ones out, man. These are little stingers. I like to throw these out. If you guys Ooh. have watched this before, you know this is one of the questions <laughs> that I, I like to throw out. Um, 
I don't know my top three artists, man. I would probably put Wayne up there. Okay. Little Wayne, Eminem, because he can perform, and I probably put Pac up there. Dog, to be honest, those are, my, be those are my go-tos. That'd be my dope ass show. That'd be my go-to. That'd be a dope ass show, man. That's that's a that's a dope ass show. Well, well, man, thank you for coming, man. Yeah, I really appreciate appreciate you, man. We had a lot of fun today. Um, it's it's great reminiscing with you on on the times, man, and. You know, we got more times ahead, man. We got these baby girls to raise. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? And um, you're doing great in life, man. I, I really appreciate you, man. I love you, brother. You've always been somebody that, again, um, when, I, when, we, when we do talk, it's always been 100. It's always been real. You know, um, you know, you, you show my family respect. You've always been respectful. Um, even my mom, you know, has, has asked about you in the past. Cause she remembers how respectful you were. You know, she she appreciate that. Like I said, know. we grew up on respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We grew up on respect. So I can remember times my mom saying, like, you know, I like him. He's he's real respectful. You know what I'm saying? Always, you know, address her by hi, how you doing? You know, so I can always appreciate that, man. But you know, once again, thank you for joining us on the spot today, man. We really appreciate y'all, man. Thank you for everybody who continues to 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 to, to follow us, um, like and subscribe. Um, yeah, yeah man. tune in to greatness. Yeah, tune in to greatness, man. Once again, shalom. Thank you. Peace to you and yours, man. And thank you for coming through, man. Appreciate you, brother. Of course, brother. I want to miss a good show. Good show, man. Thank, thank you for having me.